Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Into the 1 o'clock hour we go. John Grayson here with you. Uh, Jamie Monticelli continues on her vacation. She'll be back in with us on Monday. Uh, a couple of things to get into as we kind of shift gears from the last hour. Uh, Colin, you're you're my pop culture guy. And I, I have to ask, again, uh, not, not to disparage you at all because of your age. Nothing you can do about that. <laughs> but you are not only among the more mature 23-year-olds, certainly much more than I was when I was your age. 24 uh, now. 24. Oh, well, happy birthday. Uh, when was your birthday, by the way? November. I missed it. Oh, well. I feel bad. I, it's I, all right. I got to get you something. Well, I got you a sandwich yesterday. It was the same day. <laughs> uh, no, because you, you got the ice cream that day. Oh, that's right. So that's that, right. It, it all kind of worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, because I wasn't here for whatever yeah, reason. Because the, yeah, the, the, the studio is all overheating. Yeah, man, I'm, and I, I can't handle that. <laughs> so, uh, but you were here, so we got you ice cream. Yeah, uh, good. All right. Well, that all worked out well then. That um, you also know a lot of stuff. You're you're like I was when I was your age in that you know a lot of stuff that happened way before you. I mean, your I, your you pop know, culture references are much older than you are. Yes, and I think it's just because that's what I grew up with yeah. with my parents and and grandparents and relatives and friends and you know that's just kind of how it was for me. Yeah, it's the same here. I mean, watching my, movies, music, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was riding around in the car with my dad when I was a kid, listening to the Who and the Rolling Stones yeah. and the Beatles yeah. and all of that. So, uh, so that said, uh, <laughs> cartoons are are a great love of mine. And I, I mean, that goes from the stuff that you know that started it all back in the 1920s and 30s all the way through the brand new stuff today. You cannot go wrong with me with cartoons. But does does your does your own experience with them go into the Warner Brothers stuff at all? Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, Coyote, Sylvester the Cat. I think that was a little bit older than me. Okay, but yes, I'm familiar. I did watch. As a young child, because I think my parents still had, you know, VHSs, CDs, DVDs, you know, whatever to play for us. Sure. Um, but I can't say that I actively was very in tune with with the Warner Brothers cartoons. That stuff, 
I grew up on. Um, and, and it, I mean, I didn't know this. You know, when I was watching that stuff when I was a kid, I thought, oh, this is cool, another Bugs Bunny cartoon. But I, what I didn't realize was that stuff at that point was already 45 years old. You know, that a lot of those cartoons came out in the 30s and 40s. And I had no idea because, I mean, they, they just, they still worked. You know what I mean? So I loved the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Hour and, you know, uh, what were the other ones? You had uh, Yosemite Sam and uh, Elmer Fudd D- and Daffy and Bugs, of course, and all of those. And then they kind of, in a weird way, rebooted those with the, uh, not Animaniacs, the one that that sprang out of um, when Spielberg did it during the 90s. But what I didn't know, and I kind of had heard whispers about this, but I didn't really know any of the specifics behind it, is they made a movie. Warner Brothers made a brand new movie called Coyote vs. Acme. And it was supposed to come out for theatrical release this year. As a matter of fact, it was scheduled for theatrical release on the weekend that Barbenheimer happened, which was maybe part of the reason why they, uh, somebody said Space Ghost is where it, where it's at. I know you hear me say this all the time, and I swear to God, I get hit, is sick of hearing it from me. That dude's an old friend of mine. Um, yeah, George and I have known each other for many years. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the the, uh, the Bugs Bunny Roadrunner stuff, they had planned this movie, Coyote versus Acme, to drop on the same weekend that eventually Barbie and Oppenheimer ended up hitting the theaters and Warner brothers, for whatever reason, scrapped it. They pulled it back and said, Nope, we're not doing it. Whether it was, they didn't want to compete with that or they just had some other reason not to do the theatrical release. They ended up, Oh, Foghorn Leghorn. There's another one. Yeah. Oh, those were great. Him and that dog. So, uh, yeah, they didn't release it when they were initially intending to. And now, What's going on with it is there's a bidding war between all of the streamers. Apple's involved in this. Paramount's involved in this. Amazon is involved with this. And they're all making bids to put out the the Roadrunner, the Coyote versus Acme movie. And I, I, I mean, for something that I'm just now hearing a lot more fleshed out about like I said I had heard kind of whispers about it a while back but it never really amounted to anything and I just sort of forgot about it until this morning when they released the news about this bidding war deadlines reporting on this and they said that Warner Brothers is holding out get this you know how much they what their floor is for allowing one of the streamers to buy this from them and distribute it 70 million dollars (laughs) <laughs> for cartoons, man. And uh, according to Deadline, they said, so TBD, who wins this? But at the end of the day, Warner's Acme versus Coyote isn't Disney's Song of the South. And what they're saying by that is Song of the South was a, a Disney movie that was released back, oh, I don't know, when the original release was probably late 40s, early 50s. And I saw it on a re-release in the theater in what had to be probably 1980. And that's the last time that it was in theaters because a lot of the content in Song of the South is incredibly racist. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. At the very least, if not outwardly, overtly racist, it's incredibly racially insensitive. You know, we think zippity-doo-dah, zippity-ay, and and that's it. And you forget about all the Tar Baby stuff and everything else that's in that movie. It's horrifying now. 
given a 2023 sensibility. So that movie will never, ever see a theatrical release again. I don't even know if you can get it on DVD, quite honestly. The, the, that's one that Disney looks at now as being, oh, yeah, let's let's pretend that never happened, shall we? Let's just let's put Br'er Bear and Br'er Rabbit and all the rest of them away, but you know, throw them into the briar patch and just let bygones be bygones. So what they're saying is it's not that. There's no reason why Coyote versus Acme has to be buried. They just it, this is a money thing. They want it to eventually be released, but as of yet, we can't see this thing. And when it comes to those cartoons, if they're well done, then to me, there's nothing better. I would be completely 100% on board. If you know a little bit more, and apparently some of you do, about the behind the scenes on this, about where all of this stands right now, and it seems like the only place it stands is between $70 million between it and its streaming release, then by all means, let us know what's going on. 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. We'll kick off the hour in Kansas City with LT. Hello, LT. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, so if you guys like the old cartoons, I stumbled across, uh, so I don't have cable or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, but 9.2, they have the old cartoons um, from uh, during the week is from six to seven in the morning, and then on weekends on Saturday they'll go until about I think is eight or nine, but they have all the old cart Road Runners, Bugs Bunny, um, oh, Popeye. That's cool. They even have Popeye in black and white and stuff. Yeah, I remember. So that's that- all that I show my daughter in the morning before getting ready to go to school and stuff. And she loves them. You know, they were shooting each other, blowing each other up and all that stuff. Oh, she loves them. <laughs> that's so, <but> great. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Check it out, 9.2. I will. Uh, thank you, LT. Yeah, that's uh, so that would be Channel 9, the, you know, their secondary signal. What do they got, like four or five of them? Um, don't look at me. Yeah. That well, is <laughs> no way, man. That's, I don't know how to do that. It's one of the cool things that broadcast TV did after the switch to digital. Because they figured, okay, we can use the same bandwidth that we used to use for one channel and throw five of them out there. So they're cut up into channels 9 and and then 9.1, 9.2, 9.3, 9.4. And they do, um, in fact, there was one for a while called Comet. And it may still be out there. I don't know who, you know, what channel that would be on now. But Comet TV played a lot of the old TV shows uh, in that same respect. They would play, you know, Gilligan's Island and and Gomer Pyle and all of those, uh, the stuff from the 50s and 60s. So that was kind of neat. And I guess they're doing kind of the same thing that Cartoon Network does. So they were able to put on a lot of what was, for most of us, basic cable programming on regular broadcast TV. Can I tell you the one thing that Warner Brothers made that I actively remember seeing growing up was Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. In 1988. Which was brilliant. And how terrified I was <laughs> at the end of the movie with uh, with the steamroller. Christopher Lloyd, yeah. I, had, I think I had nightmares. I think I probably still have nightmares at this point. That was terrifying to see as, as a 10 and under youth Maybe even Aiden under. I don't remember when I saw it for the first time, but that was that was scary, man. When he opens, kid, yeah. oh yeah, when he opens up that tub of acetone and dips the tune into yeah. it, and it's like, wait a minute, cartoons aren't supposed to die, mm-hmm. and it died. It's like, 
wow, he erased. That's against the rules, man. You can't do that. Yeah, you're right. That was, I mean, it was a fantastic. See, but then movie. I saw Austin Powers in the steamroller scene, and I forgot all about it. So <laughs> made, made me feel a lot better about steamrollers yep. as a child. Yep. Uh, oh, a couple of you were saying Comet is still there. Yeah, and they're doing old sci-fi and horror movies now. That's great. Yeah, and that's where the Comet name came from. In fact. For a while, that was the only broadcast TV outlet that was running Mystery Science Theater 3000. Comet ran those, I think, from 10 to midnight or something like that for a while. Um, Antenna TV is another one. Yeah, uh, thank you, text line. MeTV is 9.2. Uh, and that's a lot of the old. Yeah, MeTV is the one that's a lot of the older stuff. That's the one that's Gilligan's Island, Adobe Gillis, and all of the rest of them. Comet is the the more sci-fi one. I got them screwed up. So thank you for that. But yeah, um, I, and now I'm I'm completely obsessed with what's going to become of Coyote versus Acme. I, I really seriously want to see this, so I'm hoping that somebody eventually gets a hold of it. Um, the, yeah, the other ones, when when it came to the cartoons that I was watching when I was a kid, even though, again, they were way older than me, is the Jay Ward stuff. Uh, Jay Ward did Rocky and Bullwinkle, and then what in my mind is the Trinity – of Super Chicken, George the Jungle, and Tom Slick. So they were each eight minutes long. And you so in a half an hour, you'd get one of each cartoon. And Tom Slick was a race car driver. George of the Jungle was, of course, George of the Jungle. And then Super Chicken was a superhero. Henry Cabot Henhouse III and his trusty sidekick, Fred the Lion. Uh, and they would go out and solve mysteries. And it was, I mean, the funniest stuff. And it was written... In the way that all really outstanding children's programming is written, where you have two distinct levels. You have it, you know, the stuff that's written for the kids, all the slapstick comedy and all of that. And then you have the stuff that's written for their parents who have to sit there with them in the room and watch this stuff. The Jay Ward cartoons were better at that than any anything else. I and mean, there's so much political commentary Although in a way that's very approachable, it's not one of those you know let's let's make everybody angry stuff that we're dealing with now. I don't want to hurt you. Okay. Yeah. I have never heard of any of these. <laughs> I know. Aside from George <laughs> of the Jungle, You're I right. have never heard well, of any of these. And to shows. you, George of the Jungle was probably Brendan Fraser, right? Yeah. From yeah. From, from the movies, right? Yep. But the cartoons were just outstanding. So yeah, I mean that that's the stuff that I would go back to the most. But, I mean, like, that would be my number one. And then 1A would be anything Warner Brothers ever did. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep you posted. We'll let you know if anything ever comes of this. And if you've got more to toss in on the cartoons, do that. Oh, somebody else mentioned, yeah, Underdog. Th- that whole, oh, man, there were so many of them. Uh, we used to watch one that, that was in that same half hour. So I'm guessing it was Hanna-Barbera with Underdog. And what else was in there? Um Oh, geez. Uh, okay, I remember Underdog. Yeah. Now that I'm seeing pictures, who is the who is the droopy dog? Droopy. That was, was that his, his name. name? Oh, okay. the, the white one with the black ears. Yes. And he always, I remember he him. He always kind of talked like this. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah, that was Droopy Dog. He was great. Um, uh, what was um, Huckleberry Hound was also in I, there. I remember that one as well, yeah. And there was a horse. Who was the horse? Oh, Quick Draw. Quick Draw McGraw. Hong Kong Fooey. Hong Kong Fooey. I remember Hong Kong Fooey. <laughs> Way to go, text line. Um, yeah, Cap- Captain Caveman was a little bit later. That was a mid-70s uh, iteration, also from Hanna-Barbera. Where do you rank the theme songs? Oh, wow. Because Hon- I remember the Hong Kong Fooey theme yeah. more than the other ones. Uh, yeah, I, I think Hong Kong Fooey has got to be. I Speed mean, Racer, I remember Speed Racer. Go Speed Racer. 
a McGill Gorilla for sale? Absolutely. Um, Tennessee Tuxedo. Now, yeah, they're... <laughs> Text lines all over it And now. Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Come along, Sherman. I am Mr. Peabody, and this is my boy, Sherman. Oh, man, those were great. Um, in, into the Wayback Machine. In fact, they made a movie out of that not, not that long ago, too. There was a Sherman and Peabody movie, and Stephen Colbert was one of the voices in that. Grape Ape. Oh, and Beagly Beagly. <laughs> All right, we have to make a show out of this. We'll we'll do that. And uh, if you want to jump in and do some talking with us on the text line or on the on the phones, do that. Keep them coming in on the text line because now we're just giggling about all the old cartoons we love. So jump in. But I, and I'll tell you, if you are with me on this and you love all of those, do not sleep on what's going on on Cartoon Network now. And the stuff over the last 20 years has really been outstanding. Uh, I've mentioned before, I'm a big Johnny Bravo fan, big SpongeBob fan. Uh, love me some. Uh, I never got that much into the Powerpuff Girls, but I get it. You know, it just wasn't really my thing. But there's some great stuff going on. Rick and Morty and all of those. So, yeah, keep them coming. 913-586-7798. John Grayson here with you. More to come on 98.1 KMBZ. 125. Another one super guy. <laughs> oh, quicker than the human eye. Wonderful stuff. Yeah, that was uh, Scatman Crothers doing the voice of Hong Kong Fui back in the day. Uh, great actor and, uh, yeah, great cartoon voice, too. I, we'll get to the phones here in a sec. I've got to tell you, uh, a lot of what's coming in on the text line now, since we mentioned don't sleep on the new stuff, you were saying, Colin, is the stuff you grew up watching. Uh, Johnny Quest, Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, Johnny Quest was not me. I had to look that one up. Uh, yeah, that's that right. Sounds yeah, like a 1960s. Well, they, yeah, but they rebooted it, too. They, they did Johnny oh. Quest again in the uh, late 90s. But okay. you're right, that still would have been a little bit before you. But... Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, the cartoons have not diminished in quality. There was a there was a dearth there for a while, but they have come back and come back real strong. So Ed and Eddie's one, the yeah. Panther one. Uh, what was uh, Dexter's Lab? Dexter's that, Laboratory. I like that one. Dexter was great. Uh, These this is stuff I watched with my own kids. That's how see, I got and then into you them. brought up like SpongeBob. Um, yep. Some of the other ones. My roommate has actually never watched SpongeBob. Oh, he was one of those where like his parents wouldn't let him. Poor or guy. Something like that. So we we went we went and watched them. Yeah, it was it was good. We had, I've shown them the the, I'll, I'll, the greatest I will, hits. I will tell you in just a minute one of my favorite low key cartoon jokes of all time, which actually goes back to Underdog. But before we get there, let's bring in Mark and Olathe. Hey, Mark. Hey, John. How you doing? Couldn't be better, Mark. What's happening? Hey, just one of the comments you made about you know you had the clunking people on the head and all that stuff for the kids, and then the jokes for the adults. Yeah. I'm 60 years old now, and I still watch Warner Brothers cartoons on DVDs and stuff, and I'll come across a cartoon that I've probably seen a hundred times, and then I'll catch some joke that I'd never caught before, and it's like, oh, man. Yes, yeah. That is incredible. Yeah, we... But, uh, go, go, yeah, go ahead. Do you remember Sid and Marty Croft? Of course. Like, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters and H.R. And stuff and mm -hmm. Lidsville and the Bugaloos and yeah you could yeah. land of the lost you could go on and on and on sure were those guys on acid or <laughs> they said no uh, but but I think we could all probably you know draw the same conclusion about that yeah. great shows yeah, but yeah but no this is a great conversation I'll get off the phone I'll just I'll tell you one thing I can't tell you how many times when you and James have been in some really intense conversations on the show. That I've sat back and gone, well, 
you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. Right? <laughs> well done, sir. Oh, thank you, Mark. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's that's part of uh, the Super Chicken theme song. Oh, man. Uh, Fred, if you're afraid you'll have to overlook it, besides you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. Stop me or I will go on. All right, uh, we'll, we'll finish up the conversation here before we hit the wheel of topics with Dan and Shawnee real quick. Hello, Dan. Hello there. What's happening, Dan? Uh, I'm wondering if anybody remembers the country, and it's called Vavoom. It was called what now? Vavoom. Vavoom. I do a know. A little guy, and when he opened his mouth, he could blow a hole in the side of a mountain. Oh, that's awesome. That's right, you know, I'm 67 years old. That apparently, yeah, that was part of the Felix the Cat family. There you go. All right, yeah. cool. Um, Dan, thank you. Yeah, I do love Felix, but I wasn't familiar with that one. Um, yeah, the, and the one that, that I, I was trying to remember before and I couldn't, there was another one that was, boy, there were maybe only a few of them ever made, but they also ran in that same Hanna-Barbera realm, was uh, Touche the Turtle. And oh, I, I don't, don't know that one. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think the last time I saw a Touche the Turtle cartoon, I was probably three. Textline says research has actually shown that SpongeBob reduced kids' attention spans because the scenes shift so often, explaining the way that I am myself <laughs> now today. See, you can blame SpongeBob. I will never blame SpongeBob for anything but happiness in my life. Same here. I'm with you on that. But thank you very much for all the, the, the calls and texts on that. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and the one real quick thing. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll hold it until we're getting calls lined up for Wheel of Topics. So we'll tell you about it coming up. My favorite low-key cartoon joke ever. And if you want to jump in with us uh, for the Wheel of Topics, we'll do that between now and the top of the hour when we hand you off to Dana and Parks at 2. Just call. Uh, we'll explain it to you if you haven't been here for it before, but normally on Fridays right around this time we uh, we, we do that thing when uh, Jamie's off on vacation, which she is. She'll be back with us on Monday. And, yeah, so Wheel of Topics just ahead. We'll do a brief explainer on that, and we've got traffic and weather standing by for you as well on 98.1 KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, it is that time. 1.34 as we're into the last half hour of the show on a Friday when it's just you and me and Colin here hanging out. And uh, that's when we normally turn to the wheel of topics to wind up the week. It's always a good time, uh, and uh, the deal with it is, again, if you haven't been here with us before, while we do this, I have out in front of me on the table 30 different topics. Just a little conversation starters, questions for you. You only get one, but you have to pick which one you get. And the deal is, you don't know what you're going to be talking about until you're already on the air talking about it. You kind of got to think on your feet a little bit. So they're not test questions. There's no right answers or wrong answers. There's only your answers. Some of them are, are about you, but nothing embarrassing. Uh, some of them are about just the way that you think about things or your preferences or whatever, but just little things that you can tell us that would let us know a little bit more about you. But since you have to think on your feet, I feel like it's only fair that you get a free shot at the end. So you answer my question, and then you have a free shot to do whatever you want with. You can uh, say hi to your best friend. You can uh, spout off about somebody else's question that they got. You can give your answer to theirs. Uh, you can turn it around and ask us something. Whatever it is you want to do, uh, you know, I always say, make a noise like a chicken, you know, whatever. If it's your free shot, you do with it what you want. It's as simple as that. Just grab a telephone line, get in here and make it happen. Got a couple of you on hold and uh, we'll wait for a few more before we start. 913-586-7798. 913-586-7798. It's always a good time and nobody's ever complained about it. So <laughs> you know, we got that going for us as well. Now, while we're waiting for you and before we get to those of you who are already there, I promise you my favorite low-key cartoon joke. We were talking about Underdog earlier. And, Colin, do you remember the name of the bad guy in the Underdog cartoons? No, no not, not at all. Not that into it. Okay, so um, that, that was another great thing about cartoons is they always give us these wonderful bad guys. And in the Underdog cartoons, he was kind of a, a mad professor character, a little tiny guy named Simon Bar Sinister. And the reason that was his name, and you're going to have to excuse some language in this, is that bar, the, the whole idea of using bar goes back to Hebrew. Uh, that was like mick in Hebrew uh, that you would say son of. So Jesus's name in Hebrew would have been Joshua bar Joseph because he was the son of Joseph. So that's where the bar came from. But bar sinister is actually a reference to heraldry. Like when you're looking at a family crest, all of that stuff in those shields and those family crests means something. So you could have bars and bends and these little designs and things, and they all have meaning to them based on where they appear on the shield. And the, the idea was, and the shield is, is uh, designated into left and right, which are dexter and sinister. So anything sinister is on the left-hand side of the shield in a family crest. And a bar sinister, if you had a bar on the left side of your family crest, it meant that somebody in your lineage was of illegitimate birth, that their parents were not married. So by calling that character Simon Bar Sinister, what they were do doing in a very low-key way was calling him Simon the Bastard. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. When I say that they were written on two levels, no kid would ever have any idea what that was. But it's, it's kind of along the same lines as the Mystery Science Theater uh, idea of we know not everybody's going to get it, but the right people are going to get it. 
So now you know a little bit of something about Underdog that hopefully you didn't know before. With that, we'll go to the phones. And if you want in for the Wheel of Topics, do that thing. 913-586-7798. Those guys were really clever. I'm telling you, they were great. To Jacob in Platte City to kick off. Hello, Jacob. Hey, John. That's a horrible beeping noise. You must be backing up. Yeah, well, backing up the truck next to me here. There we go. All right. Well, pick a number for us between 1 and 30, if you would. Well, since this is the last time I'll be able, ever be able to use this number, I'll pick my 8, 30. Uh, you're going to go all the way down to the end of the list to number 30, huh? Okay. Uh, what food or drink do you have to have during the holidays, or it just isn't right? What food or drink do I have? Pepper nuts. Oh, yes. My my wife loves that stuff. The little peppermint kind of cookie thing. Yep. We, uh, my dad and uh, my step, uh, stepmother, they make them every year. And that goes all the way back to when I was a kid. Um, my grandfather made them. So, I mean, that, that goes, peppernuts go way back for me. Yeah, that's cool. Now, is your family German? Uh. Well, I mean, Cornelius, so yeah. We're kind of German. Some sort of German descent. I've never really looked back far enough, but my last name is Cornelius. So So it's it's back there somewhere. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, Boy, and there's so many of them out there. Mine are mostly sweets, too, so that's neat. All right, well, the floor is yours, Jacob. You got a free shot. What's going on? So I've asked you before how you got into radio and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So this time I want to know... What was your, did you have a dream radio station to work for, or was there one, and have you worked for it? Um, The answer is yes on both counts. Uh, And it was funny because I spent, before we got here, I spent about 17 of the previous 20 years working at KMOX in St. Louis. Uh, and, and even though, I mean, the town itself, eh, you know, you live where you live, but, uh, but that radio station was one that, uh, there's a few of them around the country that are call letters that have been around so long. That radio station started in 1924 and it was just legendary. The, the number of great talents that came through there, that was one, uh, I had almost ended up working for WLS in Chicago, which was another one of them many years ago. That didn't quite work out, but uh, it was great to just even be up for a job there. And really, I mean, I've been incredibly lucky with that uh, over time. And now I'm here. I mean, I've, I've talked before about not only loving where we live, but also just loving the people that I work with. And, you know, y- you do that on, uh, I guess you get a job working for a station like KMOX and you're like, wow, that looks great on a resume. But to be somewhere where you truly love everybody you work with, I'll take that any day. I mean, that's a lesson learned over time, you know. Well, John, I'm glad that we were, uh, we were able to get one of those great talents. All right. Hey, Jacob, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, you know, the, the, the thing with WLS, it's not that I ever really wanted to live in Chicago. It's just that it gave it would have given me the opportunity to work again with a guy who was essentially the reason why I got into doing this. So, you know, like I said, it didn't quite work out, but it gave me a reason to hang out with him for a week. So <laughs> that was good. Off we go to Ashley in Kansas City up next. Hello, Ashley. Hey, John. I'll take lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. Name us. Oh, this is this is right up your alley because I know how into music you are. Name a song that you would want played at your funeral. Uh, Crossing Muddy Waters by John Hyatt. You actually you had that one racked up and ready to go. You've thought about this before. 
Yep, either that one or Buffalo River Home, also by John Hyatt, who's the greatest songwriter most people don't know they know. I would say between him and John Prine, I would not argue with you one whit about either one of them yep. being just the best songwriters ever. So, uh, I now, totally agree. It, it, now, it, that brings me, though, to the second question that kind of goes along with that is, why have you thought about that? How did that come up? Because I'm a realist, and I've spoken about it with my husband. I think that whenever we do pass over that we should have everything settled because I don't want my family to be stressed out and because I'm picky as hell and I know what I want. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Well, the first one you mentioned, Crossing Muddy Waters, that's a fantastic tune. So well done uh, and well thought out there as well. All right. The the floor is yours, Ashley. What's on your mind today? Uh, If you're having trouble with addiction, please remember there are people out there who love you, who care about you and who will do anything that they can to help you please reach out because once you're gone it destroys the other people around you and it's just absolutely devastating addiction sucks yeah uh we'll second and third that one for you too ashley thank you have a good weekend guys. yep you do the same take care um, yeah, we got time to squeeze one more in before the break, so we'll do that. Again, if you want in, a uh, little bit of room for the first time in a while on the Wheel of Topics. So uh, if you want in, you, now you know how it works. Now you know what it sounds like, so jump in. Like I said, no reason to be afraid. 913-586-7798 to Jim in Kansas City next. Hey, Jim. Hey, how are you doing? Doing well. Uh, pick a number for us between 1 and 30, please. Well, I'll pick number four. Number four. Uh, is is there an issue that you have in mind when you go to vote? Uh, uh, right now, uh, the right to vote more than anything uh, with the laws that have been changed and the gerrymandering that goes on on both parties. Um, but I think everybody needs the right to vote, has the right and deserves the right. So does does that make a decision for you of candidates? I mean, like when you go to vote, does their attitude about that sway you to vote one way or the other? Uh, yeah, it could. Certainly. Okay. All right. That's that's great. Uh, and in fact, I think that's a fantastic answer because that irritates the heck out of me, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you on that one, Jim. All right. The floor is all yours, buddy. What do you got going on today? OK, I have a question for you. Hit me. Um, other than the fact of bulk packaged sugar, why is sugar that you get at the supermarket packed in four-pound packages instead of five-pound or, <laughs> or or whatever? Uh, it just seems to me like four pounds is somewhat uh, – it, it's an even number, but somewhat odd where you see flour and, and different variations of – of condiments packed in uh, five pounds, but why four pounds for sugar? I, I think it was because they were hoping you wouldn't notice because it used to be five pound bags. Uh, and that yeah. was not all that long ago, maybe 15, 20 years ago, it was five pound bags. And I think it was just more of that shrinkflation thing. They said, okay, he, they're used to paying this for a bag of sugar. Let's just make there be less sugar in there. Hey, we ought to be in a sugar business. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Jim. Hey, take care of yourself. Uh, All right. We'll return to the Wheel of Topics here in just a couple of minutes. We've got room for maybe one or two more of you before the top of the hour. So join in the fun, 913-586-7798. Plenty more on the way. John Grayson here with you. Dana and Parks waiting in the wings to take over at 2 on 98.1 KMBZ. 151 now the time. We'll skip right back to the phone. So this is it. This is your this is your funeral this song. This is my funeral song, and I need you to imagine <laughs> it how I have it in my head, right? Everybody close their eyes. I hope there's sad. pyros involved. Everyone's crying. 
the casket is sitting there about to be lowered into the ground. The song is playing. And then, boom, fireworks, fire, pyro, right as the casket's being lowered into the ground. It's perfect. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, yeah, one of these days, I've, I've got a list somewhere of stuff that I want. Like, I want, more, like, a wake, because I'm not doing the burial thing. But I want to wake, and my my music list for that is around some somewhere. I'll have to dig it back up again one of these days. We'll talk about that. Off to Karen we go in Oak Grove. Hi, Karen. Hi, how are you? Doing doing fine. Pick a number for me between 1 and 30. Three. Number three. Uh, let me get down to number three. Uh, there it is. Um, is there a thing that you learned how to do as a kid that you still enjoy doing? Cooking. Cooking? Really? How old were you when you started to cook? Oh, probably five, six, you know, cookies and all that. Yeah, just making cookies with mom? Yeah. Yep. Mom and grandma. Now, and my, oh, oh. My dad's mom made great pies. I enjoyed making pies with her. See, it's so funny because everybody talks about my grandmother was the world's worst cook. And and I'm not telling stories out of school. She would tell you the same thing. She hated cooking, which is probably why. And she was just never any good at it. So yeah, with me, it was always my dad. You know, he was the one who, who was the chef in the family. So now, yeah. what what's the thing that you most enjoy making now? Uh, just a whole meal for my kids and family. Yeah. Everything because it because we're all together yep. when they're there. Yeah, that's other than that on a daily basis. Yeah, for just me and my husband, it's cheaper and easier to go out. It's not worth the hassle. <laughs> yeah, Jen and I have been there many, many times. All right, well, yeah. Karen, the, the floor is all yours. What's on your mind today? Oh, well, I don't understand why insurance companies have the right to refuse medication or procedures that a doctor who's been through medical school prescribes and thinks that it's necessary. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I understand completely. And I'll tell you, the other thing that gets to me about that industry in particular is how much preventative medicine isn't covered. Exactly. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. you know, why save millions of dollars down the road by spending a little bit of money now? You know, it just, yeah, it, it boggles my mind the decisions they make. So uh, I yes. hope whatever it is you're dealing with gets better for you, Karen. Okay. Well, thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for getting in on the program. To Andrew in Olathe, we go next. Hello, Andrew. Hey, how are you doing? Doing fine. Pick a number for us between 1 and 30, please. 13. Number 13. Uh, you know, i got to get down to the other end of the list. <laughs> oh, if something, here we go. If something breaks in your house, how confident are you that you can fix it without outside help? Uh, zero out of 100. <laughs> zero out of 100. Do, do you want to learn, or are you just just as happy making the phone call to the plumber, the electrician, whoever? Yeah, I just don't have no manual technical skills whatsoever. And no desire to I learn at all. Have. Never have. Big family joke. I don't know how to fix shit or stuff, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, thank you. Uh, is, is So is there anybody in your family who does that stuff? They all make fun of you for it? Well, my wife and my dad are really good at fixing things. Okay. All right. Well, you know, it's sometimes it's not as hard as it looks. <laughs> I've got faith in you, Andrew. All right. Well, it's all yours, buddy. You get to wind up the show with your free shot today. Tell us about it. All right. This is where I get to ask you a question. Uh, if you want, or you can just talk about something that's I on do. your mind. I do. Whatever. I've been waiting since last Friday, and I'm going to put your toes to the fire with this one. Oh, hit me. So, all right. Who 
is your favorite on-air personality of the following two people? Okay. Dana or Parks? Oh, wow. that Dude, that's not fair. <laughs> oh, how do you choose? I mean, the, the thing that makes that show work as well as it does is that they work so well off of each other. The um, correct answer is Sam Stevie. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, wow. I, I, I will say I, I, I will lean toward Parks, and I'll tell you why. Uh, because Dana and I have not had the opportunity to do radio very often together where Scott and I have. And, and so, I mean, if, if for, for no other reason than just that, uh, I love playing this game with him on the other side of the table. I think it's great. And in the few times I've, I've been able to be on the air with Dana, it's been wonderful. We just haven't done it very often. So I'm hoping we get more of a chance to do that in the future. That was a very tactful answer. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, Andrew, thanks. Uh, you, you hate to do that because, like I said, I love them both. I mean, how can you not? And and I just I, – I, I will say this in a way to try not to embarrass – I know Dana's on vacation, but to, in a way not to env- embarrass our afternoon show. And I told them this my first week here, and I'm talking about before I even had a job here, when I was just in here filling in for Jonathan Weir back years ago um, – I became, as I was making the drive over from St. Louis to come and do the show, I became an instant fan of Dana and Parks. I mean, instant fan. I was like, I haven't heard people do radio like this in forever, and I love it. And it remains that way today. I think they work together on the air better than anybody else I've ever heard. So you'll get to hear a little bit of that when Dana comes back. Scott Parks waiting in the wings. He'll be with you right after two. Have a great weekend. Uh, Jamie will join us back on the show on Monday. Be here for it on 98.1 KMBZ. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.